This is the Pipkin and Turnbull Show. It is January 1st, um, January 21st, 2021. Man, I have been messing the dates up so bad here lately. <laughs> uh, episode 35. Uh, we have an awesome show. I'm, I'm excited about today's show. Um, we're going to uh, be talking about a lot of things, and we even have a little bit of NBA on the docket. So, Jamie, uh, what are we going to be talking about today? All right, so today we're going to continue our look at NFL divisions. Um, we're going to take a ch- take a look at the NFC North and um, just kind of break down um, that division, uh, the one playoff team that's uh, still remaining, um, and then look at the other teams and kind of break them down for you guys. And then uh, big NBA news, uh, James Harden was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, so does this put them as a um, – championship favorite um we'll break that down for you and then we'll look at the best and worst things we saw and uh preview some upcoming matchups and we've got some big matchups coming um this weekend so um with that man um the nfc north uh what are your feelings on that division yeah uh this division i think every year uh for me going into football seasons i always think that especially these last couple of years that this division will be a lot stronger than it actually turns out to be by the end of the season. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, for me, especially when this season first began, I really thought the NFC North could have a potential of definitely two, if not three um, in this playoffs. And then you just kind of end up with, with green Bay. Now green Bay, um, is undoubtedly to me is is starting to look like somebody who's going to be in the Super Bowl uh, based on their mm-hmm. performance on this playoffs. But some of these other teams, I mean, they are so close. I mean, I look at a team yeah. like Minnesota um, the last couple of years. Um, some of it has to do with Cousins' up and down play. A lot of it to me has to deal with more the fact that they always seem to get injuries. Um, there's always major injuries for this Vikings team because I, you know, you look around this entire team, you know, it's a little bit, you know, Adam Thielen, you know, and Stefan Diggs, that was a, you know, and then losing Stefan, you know, I think actually had a bigger impact than I think a lot of people like myself would have thought it would have had. Um, but you know, they were kind of, to me, less explosive this, this year round just because of that. But you look around at this Minnesota team and you're just like, what is missing? And I think to me, the biggest thing that I can point to, um, even though he had like cousins had a decent year and it's not like he doesn't have, he puts together good years. Like statistically Mm -hmm. he is above average, you know, statistically, but when you're watching in game, there's there's something that's just missing about, you know, to me with Kirk. It's just he uh you know, besides the Saints performance last year, he hasn't really had a big, big win. So um to me, Minnesota's always an interesting team. Um and then, you know, Detroit, I look at Matthew Stafford. I think if Matthew Stafford is on any other team, uh, we would be talking about him as being the be- one of the best in the league. Because if you watch Stafford play, uh, the guy is is amazing. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people, um, you know, overlook him, but you think about what he's able to do with all the bad pieces around uh, Detroit. Yeah. So I mean, I kind of feel bad for 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 him in Detroit with with the whole Stafford situation. Um, I kind of. Um, you know, I was listening to, uh, Pat McAfee and his boys talk about it. You know, they rave, I wouldn't rave so strongly with Stafford, but I, I see what they're, where they're coming from, but you take, you know, a Stafford and put him maybe on the Colts or like an organization like the Colts and an offensive line, like the Colts, you think about what that team would be able to do. Um, so, I mean, that's, what's interesting about the NFC North is like, you feel like every year, this division is incredibly strong, but then by the end, when it's all said and done, you're like, man, I, I, I don't know what this, you know, like the Bears or Minnesota or the Lions, you know, what are they going to do to be able to come back and beat a team like the Green Bay, like the Packers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this division is um, 
it, I, I, I'm the same way with you, man. Um, it, it's always, I always feel like it's going to be a stronger division than what it is, you know, because you have Green Bay and then you have everyone else. And, um, and I think like Detroit is probably the, you know, they finished five and 11 this year, but I, I want to say they're the one, the second strongest team in the division just because of Stafford. Now Stafford, um, there's a lot of rumors going around that he's going to possibly get traded um, this off season, which I think would be the best case for him in his yeah. career. Because I agree, I think he, if he's on any other team, he's probably got a championship. Yeah, you know, at least one, and because he's got that talent. And but Detroit just will not build around him, and it's it's crazy. And a lot of people that um, kind of will say, well, you know, he's good, but he's not that good. He all he had Megatron for a little bit, and like they they did well together, but they were still middle of the pack there with Megatron. And so there, you know, there's back and forth when it comes to Stafford, but I think everybody can agree that he is talented, and um, I he needs to get out of Detroit, um, you know, ASAP. Uh, Minnesota is a, a team that. I, I'm never really been sold on Cousins, um, and I think he's holding them back um, because you've got Dalvin Cook in in around his prime. You need to start capitalizing. You know these seven to nine seasons are not what um, you know this team is capable of, and so they need to either find a new quarterback or they need to really put Cousins in situations that he can win the game because he's so inconsistent it's hard for me to get a very good measurement on him and what he can and can't do and so um minnesota i i feel like they need to draft a quarterback this year um and you know you can start cousins this year but i would this is basically if i was minnesota this would be cousins last year and um chicago Chicago, I don't really need. I don't know what they need to do. Um, you know, Trubisky played strong to end to end this year, um, so I don't know if you necessarily give him another year, or do you start over there? Chicago, because they're if they can have an offense that can put points on the board, that defense is capable of carrying them. It's just they got to find consistency on offense that I, I struggle with the most when it comes to Chicago. Yeah. And then green, green Bay's as advertised, like it's, it's Aaron Rodgers show. <laughs> it's, you know, they, that's just how they, they are. And they're, they're, you know, leaps and bounds above the rest of the, the division because of Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, it'll be interesting uh, because a lot of people were talking at the beginning of this year that this is going to be Aaron Rodgers last year since they drafted Love. Um, I don't really think so um, based on, especially if they win a Super Bowl this year. Um, you know, you got to keep Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it would be interesting. to. It's going to be interesting because we're coming to that time with, um, you know, what the Green Bay Packers are going to look like without Aaron Rodgers, and we're getting closer and closer um, to that point. But yeah, and you know this, this division, I uh, you know I had said no other team with Packers got Chicago did get in. I forgot about the Nickelodeon Bowl uh, against yeah. New Orleans. I forgot totally because yeah. it was a forgettable game. So uh, nothing yeah. much happened besides you know Saints, you know putting just enough points to get out of there. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. I don't, I don't know where Chicago's at uh, because you think about what a season season or two seasons ago, um, you know, they're, you know, a field goal, you know, miss from beating that LA Rams team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and I think they would have been favored probably in that new Orleans game. Um, you know, when LA mm -hmm. beat new Orleans. So, I mean, they're a field goal miss away from, um, uh, probably being in a Super Bowl. Um and so that's what yep. that's what's kind of crazy is uh with Matt Nagy trying to figure all these things out, um figure out the Trubisky thing. Um and so yeah, uh I I don't I don't know. Um and like I said that's why the NFC North is always so interesting at the beginning of the year because of how the pieces look 
all in place, you know, and yeah. just to, you know, um, but yeah, real quick for, for green Bay, um, what was impressive to me is just their offensive line play against the Rams. Um, whereas the week before, you know, you saw that front from the Rams really take it to the Seahawks and, and I had, you know, it was the first, and I think I'd mentioned it to you even, uh, before they play, I didn't really ever watched green Bay play until they played the Rams. But that was the number one yeah. thing that kind of, you know, stuck out to me was that their offensive line dominated that game. And so if they're able to have that success against, uh, you know, LA, uh, and then going into this game against, you know, I, it's going to be hard to stop Aaron Rodgers and this team. If, if the, if the O line is playing like that. So, um, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, so some big news, um, in basketball, uh, kind of like what we mentioned before is, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, end up, they get a trade deal for, uh, James Harden. And so, um, I've got some thoughts on that, Jamie, but what are your initial thoughts about this trade? So, so the headline, our headline, I should say, is are they a favorite to win the championship? And as of right now, I have to say, um, without any hesitation, no. Um, the East, maybe, um, maybe they're as of right now, they're third in their, in their division, um, at nine and seven with Philadelphia being 10 and five, Boston being eight and five, um, I, I don't trust the pieces, um, mainly Kyrie. He seems to be on his own little uh, planet right now and um, not con- completely bought in, it seems. Can KD carry them? Sure. Um, you know, we're, we're t- I think everyone's making a big deal out of Harden. Um, like he is, you know, this all-star, you know, like he was amazing in Houston. Personally, I've always thought he was um, un- or overrated, um, you know, and I can't trust a guy that uh, just wanted to bail on Houston. You know, this is a team that trusted him as their leader, and he he bailed on him, gave up completely. You know, with his teammates in Houston coming out and saying, no, nah, this, this is how this has been for a while, and so... I don't I don't feel like the Nets are going to be a championship team. Could they win the East? Sure. Um, but I'm not sold on them. I mean, heck, they lost to the Cavaliers. Um uh their debut, the big three, their debut, um, they lost 147 to 135. You know, this isn't a special Cavaliers team by any means. Like they're, you know, kind of a middle of the pack team. And they play um Tomorrow at 6.30, they play the Cavaliers again. So, I don't know, man. I, 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 it's a big move, and it'll be interesting to see where they go, but I don't, I don't trust them. I, I, I've, could, will they be in the Eastern Conference Finals? Probably. But against the Lakers team, I, I don't see it. Just I just don't. You know, yeah, but yeah, I, that's my that's my I feelings. Mean, here's the deal. I think at full strength, if 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 Kyrie for whatever issues Kyrie's got, if if they figure out a way to get to full strength by playoff time, um, I think they have a large chance of winning it all. Uh, just because, and mainly that's because of KD. Um, I mean, yeah. KD's performance here. I mean, he's just he's like making forty point games look like it's nothing. I mean, that's the form yeah. that KD is already in. You know, James Harden coming in at his side, like the first game in, he he scores thirty. Um, and so yeah, I I agree with you. I this is not a a good look for for Harden or for anybody involved with this, and especially KD. Uh, you know, I, 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 I feel bad for you know the Rockets because I felt like they had tried to put squads together that Hart had wanted, you know, yeah, or that 
what they what he kind of wanted, they kind of always got for him. I mean, his whole yeah. time at Houston, they revolved their organization around him. Um, and and so you know, I I I can understand the frustration with you know the implosion because it had to implode uh, because nothing they tried worked. And, and you know, yeah. and part of the reason it never worked was Harden never stepped up when it became you know showtime in those big playoff yeah. moments. I put it kind of all back on Harden, and I know uh, you look at the year when CP3 was there. Uh, CP3 got hurt, but I didn't feel like Harden stepped up in that series. You know, nope. um, they had some teams on the rope when CP3 was there, but uh, a, a lot of that came back on Harden, and so that's that's my biggest frustration. Kind of like with you is, you know, it's it's a lot of well, this this organization is just not good enough well you've put your yeah. organization in this place because they have tried to get you all the pieces that were known to them to thought that they could win now i mean obviously you don't know what other teams are going to do i mean that's been part of the other yeah. issue with this this whole what's happening in the nba now um with with the superstars just moving around you don't know what moves players are going to make so you take like a damian lillard which is going to be looked back as a highly respected guy because he wanted to play against the superstars. And I think when mm -hmm. we look back um, at this portion of basketball, what you see happen is like, for me, I'm going and looking at Damian Lillard and respecting his game even more uh, because yeah. his pursuit was to win an NBA championship, but to win it in Portland. You know, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, the, the biggest respect I've ever had for LeBron was the one he got in Cleveland. You know, uh, yeah. you know, against you know, um, that you know. But but what was hard is, um, that's what's hard about getting on board with teams in the NBA now because you're getting on board with individuals. We've talked about that many times, but it, it's getting harder mm. and harder to get on board with what James Harden is doing. Cause he's got a lot of fans. Um, but yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's all, it's interesting. I, I think they are the favorite in the East now. Um, and not because of James Harden, it's because of KD's play. Um, and, yeah. and that's, that's the hard thing for me about KD's legacy is that, um, you know, I, I, I think, for whatever reason, you know, they, they couldn't get it done in OKC, you know, but then he goes and just ensures himself one. And everybody's like, well, we're going to start making sure that we ensure ourselves that we get a couple, you know, and I think mm -hmm. that's what James Harden is just trying to do. I just want to win a championship to ensure my legacy as a player. And so you're starting yeah. to see that more and more um and so um but yeah the the brooklyn nets to me are definitely favored in the east and the only point i would i would disagree if if at full strength um i i say very highly championship contenders just because um they've got a good core i mean even besides their front five they got a talented bench as well in brooklyn and that's yeah that's the big difference between um, them and other teams. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I like them in the East, but the move is all crazy to me. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that's a different conversation. Do you agree with what James Harden did? And I think that's where I find myself coming back to. It's like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this of the NBA as much. You know, I like the fact yeah. that the East is stronger though. I do like that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But I think you've got to – that's why you've got to respect, I think, more of the, the the now Miami Heats of the world or, you mm -hmm. know, back when the Spurs did it. I think we look back at those teams and, and to me, I respect their championships because they kind of home grew their guys into a team. You know, and that's yeah. what I respected about, you know, besides, you know, Butler, you know, obviously was, you know, but I never knew Butler would be this big of a 
significance on any team and he's proven that we yeah. find him on the right team and he's great in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, I uh but yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's a really good team. I mean, if if James Harden can figure out a way to keep scoring, um that's the only thing is like I don't I don't trust him uh in the playoffs, so that's my, you know, yeah. biggest problem with Harden, so yeah i mean like what happens when a team like what happens when a lakers team completely like takes kd out of the game do does brooklyn trust harden to take over the game do you trust Kyrie to be there to take over that game when kd can't and i don't i just simply don't and that's what i feel like is going to um hamper them down the stretch they're going to put together wins and they're going to be a top team in the east I just don't trust them if KD, for whatever reason, can't take over a game, you know. And so, I don't know. It's it, Like I said, it's going to be interesting, you know. Could they go and, you know, really kind of, I guess, shock us all, beat, a, beat the Lakers in the finals? And this is assuming the Lakers are in the finals, which, I mean, they'll probably will be. Um, could they shock us and beat them? Sure, you know, but... I just, as of right now, on January 21st, I don't see it. I I, I just don't. I don't trust that team um, outside of KD. I, I just don't. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see how the Brooklyn Nets uh, look moving forward. But, hey, I mean, they're looking good so far. <laughs> I mean, they've yeah. been running pretty handedly so far. So, I think the East playoffs is going to be really interesting. And like I said, I think Kyrie, um, where he's at, is going to kind of dictate where they end, uh, where they end up. Mm. Because, I mean, they if if they end up at full strength, they've, I mean, I mean, I feel like they definitely have the offensive game to go up against anybody in the West. If, yeah. if at full strength. If at full strength. Um, mm-hmm. So... The best and worst things that we saw from this week. And so we still got, we've kind of saved the last portion. We got a lot to say in these last portions, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Upcoming matchups. Um, so, Jamie, um, what was the best thing that you saw this week? So the best thing that I saw this week was um, my Chiefs. Um, Mahomes goes down. Um, and uh, can't come back. And Chad Henney comes in. Uh, this is his first playoff game. Um, and you know he throws an interception. Um, couple good passes here and there. Um, but he was able to make two big plays that seals the game. You know he ran for on third and fourteen. He ran thirteen yards. Fourth and one to seal the game to take put the Chiefs in their third straight AFC Championship game. He throws it to Tyreek. They can milk the game, and so that just goes to show this team right now. They, you know, obviously Mahomes is in the game. You're favored to win. You're you're you're, you know, probably going to win. Henny comes in has not played but in garbage time games this whole and like by garbage time like he takes the knee um and he he's able to step up and help the chiefs get to their next goal and i think that's just that speaks volumes of this team it speaks volumes of the coaching because andy Reid, i mean fourth and one afc championship game on the line and he throws it with a quarterback that has not thrown the ball this year, minus week 17 against the Chargers. Um, I mean, that's just that's that's Andy Reid trusts this team to go and win, you know. And I I just loved it as a fan of the team. Um, just you know, we're it's just a good football team. And, you know, for being a Chiefs fan all my life, I've seen some bad football teams um, in in the Chiefs' uh, history. Um, and so it just feels good that, you know, we can, even if our best player goes down, 
we can put somebody in there and they're still going to make the plays necessary. And Chatty came out and he's like, on that third and four, 14 play, you know, this team's given me a lot and I wanted to put my body on the line for them. And that just speaks of what that culture is in Kansas City. You know, that they're going, it don't matter who's in there, if they get their opportunity, they're going to put their body on the line for it. And I love that because, like I said, man, I've seen some terrible Chiefs teams, some very me, me, me guys on the, in that red. And to this culture that Andy's been building since 2013 really came into fruition um, last Sunday because it was like we have a goal and our backup came in there and he put it on the line. And he, we came out on top, you know, and uh, it was just really, really cool for me to see as a fan that they 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 were able to still pull it out. So that's that's my best. Yeah, no, uh, I uh, I uh, I viewed it in a more of a funny way uh, because the Chiefs were almost basically imploding on themselves against a team uh, that is very beatable, you know? And so yeah. uh, the, uh, I was sitting back just watching. I was like, I can't believe that the Browns are going to come back and win this game uh, because <laughs> this Browns team, uh, you know? And so um, because the Chiefs did not have a good game, uh, they, they struggled a lot. Um, and it was eye opening, um, the struggles that they had, uh, in, in this game against the Browns. Uh, and the, the best thing for me, it was the Chad Henney run because, because somebody like me, like Chad Henney still playing Chad Henry Henney still has a job somewhere. <laughs> Chad, Chad Henney summoned everything, all the, all the, all the energy, all the something in the universe gave him the power enough to get that 14 yards. All of his, all of his, uh, the bus, everything that has gone horribly wrong in his career summoned all the strength to get those 14 yards and comfort yeah. that, uh, fourth down play. Uh, so I, I loved it. I thought it, it was hilarious that, um, and when he took off, boy, it, it surprised me. He got he got a, he, he kicked mm -hmm. it in the gear on that run. I think every you he can't did. say you I every everybody who's watching that game was shocked. Everybody's like, "Oh, Chad Chad's got a little giddy up." Chad, I was like, when bit. he started taking it off, I'm like, "Oh man, he ain't gonna there's no <laughs> way this dude's making it. There's no way he's getting it." So, uh, you know, and so uh yeah the chiefs um and, and that's what's hilarious is um going into uh you know this week you know you know everybody's talking about you know uh, i've seen some great memes about you know the politics and then you know one way meme i saw about mahomes was today's a great day and will always be remembered that patrick mahomes is practicing this week uh so um yeah so you know, as uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to see. Um, I, and we expect uh, Patrick to come back. Uh, but this this Buffalo Bills Chiefs game is going to be very very interesting, my friend. It, it's, yeah. Uh, man, that was that was close. It yeah, and it, the the thing was, I mean, the I don't I don't know. Um. What what did impress me about the Chiefs was they did a great job in the run run defense. I, I think Chubb started mm -hmm. having some of their ways. Kareem, you know, near the end where that that time of war said it felt like things were changing. Um, they they it almost seemed like they were on their way back, but the Chiefs' defense really really stepped up in those moments, um, especially when the offense was struggling. Um, to me. Uh, during that game and then just to have the way that it finished off with that run um, was was definitely needed and and you know what I mean what what's crazy about the fourth down call was um, you know 
I don't know necessarily. I mean, the way that the Browns had done their last drive, it kind of felt like if you give the ball back that they could have made it. I don't know necessarily that was the case, but that drive before. So, but you know, we, I was very glad that, that Andy went for it, uh, you yeah. know? And so, um, just to, you know, like you, like you, you know, you message me, you know, you go in there to win the game or you go in there. What did you say to me? Uh, he was playing to, to play, win, play, not to, playing, to, not to lose. Right. Uh, yeah. And I loved it. I knew, I knew as soon as they started lining up that he was going to go for it. Uh, Cause I think a lot mm-hmm. of people were like, okay, they're going to try to get him off sides or whatever, take the penalty. I was like, no, Andy's, Andy's going for this. Like I had no yeah. doubt in my mind, you know, the way that they were lining up that he was going, because to me, if you try to draw a team off sides, I feel like you try to almost go under center, you know, but the reason that they yeah. were back in shotgun kind of was like, he's, you know, and, and great design to get it out to Tyreek, you know, get it, you know, to your best, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you get it in the hands of either Kelsey or Hill, you know, the way that play design yeah. uh, worked out. But man, I mean, they, it, it, it was close for the chiefs though. I mean, the, I mean, mm-hmm. it, uh, I, I started feeling bad cause I didn't want them to applaud against the Browns, you know? And so I was, yeah. I was, I was really rooting. I was really rooting, but without, at the same side, man, um, it, it, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, so, um, our worst of the week. Um, so I'll go ahead with my worst. Um, and it actually has to do with college basketball. Um, after okay. this week, um, so, um, so this week, um, Let's see today's poll. So Jan, so this this statistic came out on Jan uh, January eighteenth. Today's poll is one thousand two hundred thirteenth in the AP history, and just the fourteenth time that Duke, Kentucky, and North Carolina are all unranked. The last time Hmm. this happened was December eighteenth, nineteen sixty one. Wow. So, um, so that's my worst for for the week because they these guys are powerhouses. I mean, and you think yeah. powerhouses in the time of a of a COVID season would be a strength, but but here's what are happening to these programs, um, you know, in a COVID year like this, you being able to have senior players is a huge huge win for programs um like like what you know you know the reason i have been watching more and more college basketball is that this is the first time that alabama is actually pretty decent right now is because they are undefeated <laughs> in the sec and they actually beat kentucky um but the reason i, I bring it up is you know uh, the bigger question i have is with college basketball um do they figure out a way to get away from one and done but the other question is Mm. the g league i mean the g league is becoming so popular that you aren't getting some of these top prospects into this school um and so you know i i think you know for programs like duke north carolina and kentucky that are so used to having these one and done freshmen's um, these are kind of the results, you know, of after year mm-hmm. after year, you're trying to re put these team together. Eventually that format, if you can't get the recruits in are, are kind of going to fall apart. Um, what's interesting also with like the Kentucky situation is, you know, there's a lot of people who, um, who are wanting, um, um, shoot the coach's name is I'm losing my mind um, that they're wanting to, you know, a change at, uh, you know, coaching and Krzyzewski at Duke, you know, um, you know, I've never seen his Duke team even, you know, I never would have imagined that a Duke team would be, um, you know, unranked. So to have all these teams unranked when you think 
like stronger programs like them in the midst of figuring out pandemic and everything that this would be a time where the stronger programs would be at their strength. And it seems like it's been reversed. It's like these senior class teams are having the success comparatively to the teams that have a lot of these freshmen. So I just, I, I yeah. think it's, I think it's just interesting um, that, that, um, that all of these, that these schools are having the same issues. And um, yeah, so that was my worst uh, just because I would have never imagined, you know, because like you saw in football, the difference was the stronger programs seem to have an advantage this year um, in college football. And it seems to be kind of the opposite for Duke, North Carolina and Kentucky, who always just seemingly to be in it. So just interesting yeah. to me. So I guess that's why I put it at my worst because that's an interesting t- statistic to me and trying to figure mm-hmm. out this whole one and done thing in college. Yeah. Um, for me, my worst, I'll, I'll stay in the NFL, um, was the Ravens. Um, they showed a little fight, but not enough. Obviously they, they lost, uh, to Buffalo in the divisional round. Um, I, we always put the Ravens in, in like, since Lamar Jackson's been there, they've always been kind of like, this is a, this is a Super Bowl team, but they always underperformed. And I, I don't, I don't understand why, you know, like it, and I just don't know where they need to go to fix it, I guess. Um, you know, do you, cause obviously they're a run, they're built to run the football and then second pass it and to me um i'm starting to believe like lamar got his first playoff win um in the in the wild card uh, is is baltimore has to be asking themselves you know because he's coming close to that contract is this the guy like is this the guy that's going to get us to an afc championship is this the guy that's going to win us the super bowl or is this a guy that's going to win a bunch of regular season games and then we you know don't win a playoff game um and i think baltimore really needs to be asking themselves that you know because lamar's good and there's no question about that um it's just you know whenever you take that run away can he can he throw them to a win and he's proven that once or twice but not nearly as much as he needs to and so i'm i'm really kind of as a as a fan of the nfl um, I'm really kind of asking myself that question is, is Lamar that guy, you know, cause it's just, you know, he's won the MVP, but he just comes up short in the playoffs and, you know, he shouldn't be. And that's the thing. Now the bills are a very good football team. They've proven that, you know, but what was it last year? They lost to the chargers. I think like, it's just, they, they, they just don't, they they're just really a big question mark for me in the AFC, you know, cause everyone wants to put them at that top tier team and I just don't see it. Um, and so I, that, that was my worst thing. Cause I always just feel like they, they underplay what they need, like how they should, they underperform, I should say. And this, it, it, it was a big one in the divisional round. Um, because I felt like they should have, they could have beat Buffalo. Um, I feel like they, you know, the, the, the rookie Huntley, Hunt, Huntley came in after Lamar got knocked out of the game. If he was a veteran, if he had more experience, there was some plays where they were, where he could have hit uh, Hollywood Brown wide open for a touchdown, you yeah. know? And so I felt like, you know, that was a, Buffalo t- or that was a Ravens team that could have beat the Bills. Yeah. But why didn't they? Well, I mean, I, I think the whole you know, as much as Lamar struggles, I think the whole team struggles in big moments. Um mm-hmm. because I saw a lot of drop passes, you know, but then also, you know, the the crazy weather that is at, you know, Buffalo, the way that the wind I mean the the ball's trajectory like totally changed like they were showing that all mm-hmm. the so I can't imagine what it's like 
playing in those kind of wind conditions in Baltimore. But, you know, that should have maybe came back to Baltimore strength and just running, you know, and that's what they've shown uh, the last couple of weeks. But to me, it just, I mean, I, it just gives me, I'm just more impressed with the bills to be able to shut that down. Um, And they did. Mm -hmm. I mean, they shut it down. I mean, and for the most part, the corners were able to shut, shut down everything that the wide receivers were doing for Baltimore as well. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, you know, the missed opportunity to Brown, you know, that was the biggest like wide open. I mean, so that whole yeah. Bills defense played well. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it, it was hard to just see, you know, Lamar in on a concussion. You know, you'd like to have seen him play the whole game. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, but it, it's to me, it's it's the whole Ravens team struggle in the big moment. And that's what I really noticed against um against, you know, the Bills. Uh, Cuz even the old line, the old line was not was not near what they needed to be uh when they played the Bills. And so yeah. I I don't know why that is. There seems to be a lot more dropped passes um when they are in these big moments. Uh and so mm-hmm. I I don't know. And that's the hard thing is do like, especially when I'm thinking about quarterbacks, maybe in the AFC North and I don't, and this is not like a fair um, decision maker, but I, I kind of, I look at the Baker situation and the Lamar situation. I would still rather be in the Lamar situation than the Baker situation. Uh, You know, even though I've Mm. seen, you know, some things from, I don't, I can see it more and definitely more in Lamar, than I could ever see it in Baker, you know, but yeah. you know, Cleveland is all about Baker Mayfield. Now. I mean, they are all, he, mm-hmm. he will get us there. And I personally just haven't seen that with Baker yet. You know, um, yeah. the, and the reason being is, is the, t- how does a team, how do you perform better when you have one of the best wide res- you know, you know, they kept saying it's an Odell problem, you know, um, uh, and mm-hmm. so Odell goes out and then they, they get better. I mean, some of it is that, but that's just a scheme problem to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it is an Odell problem, you know, being like, Hey, you know, if I was a coach, I would try to get Odell the ball as much as I could. Cause he's, he's a freak athlete, but that's a scheme problem mm-hmm. where you need to, to pass it up. And so maybe, maybe it's just scheme problems there. But, uh, for, for me, um, yeah, it's just interesting with Lam- the whole Baltimore Ravens um, have to be looking at themselves because I just don't think it's a Lamar thing, you know. And I think we all, you know, obviously quarterbacks are going to take the brunt of it, but this is more yeah. than just a Lamar problem when they get into these big games. It's like I feel like the whole team underperforms, you know. Because yeah. the last – Like why was Mark Ingram a healthy scratch? Yeah. You know, like, why Why didn't you come at him with both J.K. and Mark Ingram? Like, why? Like, the decision-making, yeah, this isn't just a Lamar thing. Um, yeah, obviously, he's the face of the franchise, so he's going to get the the most, you know, ridicule. But I think this is more just, like, decision-making in, in the coaching. And, like, and not to say anything bad about John Harbaugh, because he's a good coach. It's it's but there's something there like when they get in these situations that everyone just forgets what got them there. And it, it, it's just and it, it's year after year now. And yeah, it's just really kind of makes you question like everything that's going on in Baltimore. I feel like when Baltimore you know? gets into these situations, they're play way more conservatively than they need to play. Um, yeah, that's what I've noticed, um, you know, and like that you know the night you know and it's hard for any kick i mean that that night in buffalo i mean tucker misses two big field goals which would have had them 9 17 at, at one point i mean but at the same mm-hmm. rate there were some of them where they needed to just go you just go you yeah. know i mean you put it in your best athlete's hands and you just go for it uh and yeah so i don't feel like they have that you know, instinct when they get into these games. Um, like I do when I watch them at other times. I mean, other times when they play nobody, I mean, they're, I feel like they're even more aggressive, you know? And so you need to have yeah. that same mentality. Um, 
because whenever people start talking up the Ravens, whenever there's even a whisper of like, hey, the Ravens may be for real. And that's what was starting to happen these last three weeks of the season is you better start watching out for these Ravens. You better start watching out for these Ravens. And they get into these big games and it's just very conservative play. I mean, mm-hmm. but then on top of it, just a lot of drop passes. I mean, like, yeah. I know I, I saw, I mean, I didn't get to watch the whole game, but the, some of the parts that I did watch, I saw at least three drops, three just straight up yeah. drops, you know? And so yeah. you've eventually when you've got Huntley in there, you, your players got to make a play, you know, as much mm-hmm. as, you know, um, as much as we want to put it on these quarterbacks, you, you've got to, you got to make a play. I mean, and that's what yeah. we've seen, you know, from all other playoff teams is like, you know, uh, these skill players got to make a play um, at some point. Like, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it was a tough catch to make, but I forget the tight end's name, but dropping it there in the end zone, you know, you get your hands mm-hmm. on it, you know. Um, you yeah. Know, um, if he's able to pull that down, you know, which it it was a mm-hmm. tough catch, but I think he could have gotten it, you know, but it, it dropped, yeah. you know. So you just, it's, it's all these players in these big moments. And so, um, I I still like Lamar. He's got all the tools. He's got uh, just I think he's just gotta work on his awareness and timing on his passes. Um, and if he gets that yeah. figured out, it's gonna be scary. If you yeah. both of us know if he if he figures out the timings on his passing, and if maybe they figure out one more wide receiver, it's gonna be scary. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would agree. It, you know, if Lamar does figure all of this out i mean that's what the baltimore i think that's that's why the ravens feel like they got their guy just because if they can figure out how to get it together and figure out the scheme for lamar it's going to be scary you know and so that's to me that's why you keep them um okay so yeah um so those were our, our best and worst of the week um, so Jamie, what I'll let you start looking at um, some of these upcoming matchups for this weekend. Okay, so um, the the big one, man, um, we've got conference championship games um, this weekend. Um, you've got the Buccaneers versus the Packers, and then you got the Bills versus the Chiefs. Um, obviously, as a Chiefs fan, um, I will be watching the Chiefs and Bills. I'm going to be watching the Bucks Packers. Um, as well, it's going to be a great Sunday um, of football. But um, so with the Bucks and Packers, um, I, I feel like this game is 50 50 um, on which way it can go. Like the Buccaneers are more than um, I feel capable of beating the Packers. Um, but, you know, wh- what Buccaneers team is going to show up is the question because I've seen them play very strong. And then I've seen them play very, very weak. Um, you know, ESPN has uh, the Bucks or the Packers favored fifty-three to two. Um, uh, well, 53 percent uh, to forty-six point eight percent for the Bucks, which I feel is about right. Um, I would give the Bucks a little more of a chance, um, just based on their skill players and you know Tom Brady. Um, and so, you know, but this is going to definitely, if the Bucks let um, Aaron Rodgers take over this game, they have no chance. Um, the Buccaneers defense, though, I feel is more than capable of um, causing fits for Aaron Rodgers because um, they're very, very stout and they're very, very strong um, defensive unit uh, from just every position, I feel, just has a guy there that is just capable. And we saw what they did to Drew Brees. Um, we, I, you know, Drew Brees was, uh, very much rattled that whole game, um, against the Bucks. And if they can do that again against the Packers, I, it's going to be a bad day for Aaron Rodgers. Cause it just felt like every time Drew dropped back, the Bucks were in position to intercept it. And I think they forced, um, Brees to, uh, four picks, four or five picks in the, um, last weekend. And so if they can do something similar to that, for um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know this is going to be a close game. But if they don't, if they don't, uh, if they just let Rodgers sit back there and do his thing, 
the Packers are going to run away with this, and it's going to be ugly. Yeah. Um. Do you have any thoughts? Well, about yeah, the Bucks no, pack? I yeah, like I said, what shocked me about the Packers is I had no idea that their O line, you know, I mean they they dom they dominated Aaron Donald and company. I mean, they dominated. Yeah. I mean, and so yeah, they just they had three. The Green Bay had their three running backs, you know, um, with Aaron, you know, Aaron Jones and you know company. Um, you know, if they're able to have any success like that, there there's no way. I mean, there really shouldn't be any way yeah. if if the Packers come out and just play like they played against the Rams. I don't, I don't, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't see them. I don't see Tampa having much of a chance, you know, um, yeah. like, like you said, I, I mean, Tampa's defense this whole year has been talked up. Um, they've been up and down. Uh you know, but they've they've been pretty pretty good against the run. Uh, you know, pretty they've yeah. been pretty routinely good at that. But the Rams were too. I mean, and so uh, if mm-hmm. the O line of the Packers can dominate like they did against the Rams, and you know, you give Aaron Rodgers time and Devontae Adams time, that that's going to be rough. I yeah. mean, and so uh, yeah, I, I definitely like the Packers in this game. Uh, but you know, I like the saints and the game of four. So it's, it's Tom Brady though. I mean, it's playoff Brady, you mm-hmm. know? So do you, do you go yeah. against playoff Brady and you can't until, until <laughs> it's fourth quarter, uh, zero, zero on that clock. It's like, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, and that's, you know, what happened with, you yeah. know, cause I still feel like the saints are better, you know, overall we're a better team, you know, um, Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think not having Taysom Hill was a big part of, you know, why they weren't able to get things done. Taysom Hill has become a major factor for the Saints. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I uh, I definitely like the Packers. Um, but you but I know that Bruce Arians has some plans for this game. So that's why I can't say this mm-hmm. is a done deal. Because uh, you like you can, like yeah. I said, you never know with playoff Brady. Um, and that's the same with Tampa yeah. Bay's running game. They need to figure out somehow to get their runners going, um, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I think they're down their starter. I think they're up to Leonard Fournette, I think, is going to be getting the start. I'm not positive on that. Um, but uh, d- definitely old line play, though, Jamie. I mean, like, I know I, I keep going back to this point, but – I haven't seen an O-line for any NFL dominate the way that that O-line did. And and you and yeah. against against a front a front seven like the Rams have, that's yeah. what's so impressive about it. It wasn't just yeah. the fact that they dominated, but they dominated against probably one of the best D-lines in the game right now. Um, yeah. and so I mean, that's why Aaron, you know, Aaron in his press conference mentioned that, said he that for the very get-go that they controlled the game. And so mm-hmm. that's that's what's scary about the Packers right now. Not only that Aaron Rodgers is this good this year, but that he's got time to be this good. <laughs> yeah. You give you Agreed. give you give Aaron Rodgers time to be that good, it's gonna be scary, you know. Yeah. So I agree. I can't go against the Packers just for that reason, you know, but it's like I said, you know, I, I can never, you know, say that Tampa Bay doesn't have a chance cause they got playoff Brady. So yep, don't, uh, it's hard to bet against Brady, but whenever the other quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, like it's, it's yeah. still, it's still hard <laughs> to bet against Brady, but it's, it's hard to bet against Rodgers as well. Yeah. You know? And so it's just crazy you know, I, I'm going to, man, this NFC championship game, I feel is going to be a really, really good one. Um, so, so then we move on to Buffalo and Kansas City. And this game comes down basically for me um, and trying to put my bias aside. <laughs> Mahomes plays the Chiefs win. Like, We've already beat Buffalo once this year, and it was in Buffalo. See, you've gone back um, to that every week. You've gone back to that. Man. I know. You've gone back to that one game, and that's 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 it. Like the we've proven that we can beat the Bills. Can the <laughs> Bills beat us? 
Yeah. I don't know if they can. And so if Mahomes plays, Chiefs win. If Mahomes don't play, it's going to be Buffalo. And I find it interesting. Say say if the Buccaneers beat Green Bay, Buffalo beats Kansas City. How hilarious would it be for <laughs> Tom Brady once again beats the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills and uh, costs them, you know, a championship. Yeah. Like that would just be hilarious because all those years they shared a division. Tom Brady owned them. They finally get to the Super Bowl and they lose to Tom Brady. Yeah. Like that would, that would just be hilarious. Yeah. But um, this is, I mean, ESPN has the Chiefs at 58.3% and Buffalo at 41.7%. Man, this is like, this is the Chiefs game. You know, we've been here. Buffalo hasn't. They've got that experience in this game now, three years in a row. Buffalo has not been here since, like, the 90s. It, it's just, this This is the Chiefs game. You know, but it comes down to who's under center. Do you, and like you always say, who's the better quarterback? And this is a hard one because Josh Allen is not a bad quarterback. He's He's very good, but he's living in the Mahomes era. And he's always, I feel, going to be overshadowed by Mahomes. So who do you take? Well, do you take Mahomes I, or do you take I, Allen? I say that when when it's a draw at at the teams, but the way that this okay. this Bills defense has been playing, okay, up to this point, this is you know a much better defense than the Browns defense, uh, and so. Okay. Um, I, I'm still, I'm still leaning the chiefs, but this ain't no, Mm -hmm. like it is 50, 50. Uh, this ain't no, um, no, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I love it though. I, I love that it's, it's chiefs bills and, Packers, uh, Tampa Bay. I love these games. Yeah. I love it. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I I, don't know Chiefs Bills. You know, last year, I definitely felt like the Chiefs, uh, you know, ended up winning. But the Chiefs should have definitely won those games. This is like the first time to where I'm like, I have no idea who's going to win this game. Um, and, and it'll okay. come down to just, um, you know, uh, how, how, you know, the chiefs do against, you know, can, can out the, if Allen gets hot, you know, what, what did the chiefs mm-hmm. defense do? I mean, is this going to be high scoring low? You know, it's, and here's the thing. I mean, how good is, you know, Patrick Mc Holmes health wise, you know, yeah. um, that's a big part of it. I mean, he's got turf toe, he's got everything else going on and, you know, mm-hmm. they, they struggled against the Browns, you know? See, and you keep saying they struggled against the Browns. I'm if Mahomes doesn't go down in that game, they blow the Browns out. Like, I I really feel like they were about to blow them out. Nope. And because the Browns had no answer on offense, they couldn't they couldn't get anything going. And then Mahomes goes down, and they they kind of score. Butker misses some field goals, but. I'm feeling like if Mahomes does not go down in that Browns game, it's not close. It's definitely not 22 to 17. Cause like I just feel like they they Mahomes was getting to that point where he was starting to get hot. Where he was getting because they I mean like their first three drives, they got points. And then Mahomes goes down and they don't they don't score anymore. I think they might have got a field goal. But like, you know, so I just I don't know, man. I this game just doesn't feel like a game that's going to be close to me. And I, maybe that's just hubris. I don't know. But I just feel like this this Buffalo team is good. But I don't feel like they're this good. Not yet. Yeah. And I don't like know. I, like I, I, I said feel like this season, is just going to. Last year, I didn't believe in San Francisco. <laughs> they made it. And yeah. then this year it's the same with the Bills. You haven't believed the Bills yet, you know. So it, I know. So like it I all know. comes to this climax, man. <laughs> maybe it. Maybe this is your. This is your San Francisco. Yeah. I hope yeah. not. <laughs> you know, I really hope no, not. I, 
I hope not either. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I, I definitely will never go against Mahomes, um, especially with the weapons he has. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, this, I mean, you know, I, I, and conditions, weather conditions, did play a factors in the Buffalo game. And the Ravens game. It's supposed to be cold and rainy, and Arrowhead. The wind to Arrowhead is a lot like Buffalo. Um, and they're they're saying it's supposed to be cold and rainy this Sunday. Yeah. Um, it's Missouri weather, so that could change to 80s and sunshine right. uh, between now and right. then. But um, you know, like, and Buffalo lost their starting running back. See, I Zach just Moss. I feel confident that the Packers will win. I have, I literally have no idea for Chiefs and Bills. I mean, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't. And have, see, I'm the other way around. Yeah, I have so. like, um, you know, uh, and you know, I, I, what I do like about what's happening is, is, is for me, I'd like to see the Chiefs be in the Super Bowl, but I'm excited for any of these teams to get into the Super Bowl. I guess, yeah. you know, because I yeah. really what I really want to see is Mahomes versus Rogers. I really yes. want to see that. That I mean, yeah, we, I know we, it's we didn't get I, to see that last I year. I know it's me. I, <laughs> I know it's it's like scary for Chiefs fans, but like I, I'm going to I love that matchup. I love that matchup mm-hmm. a lot. So, I mean, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Uh, but I really want to see like a healthy Mahomes. You know, I want to yeah. see Mahomes like at his best. And I just, I mean, the concussion is one thing, but the turf toe has me a little bit more nervous for the Chiefs than even the concussion. The Chief said that the toe is no problem. Um, he he doesn't have a concussion. Um, it's a like a nerve in his neck oh, okay. that caused him to pass out. He he doesn't. They put him under concussion protocol because he got, um, he passed out on the field yeah. um, because of that nerve, yeah. and then. Um, he got a question wrong, um, and nobody knows what that question was. Um, but so that's why they put him in um, concussion protocol. But as of yesterday, he practiced. Yeah. Um, he was a full go, and um, he has no symptoms. So, you know, like I, there, he's playing. Like everyone's like, no, I, Is it, it's it's up in the air. No, like he's gonna no. play. I mean, even even when he left the game, I knew he was playing next week. Like I don't have yeah, any yeah. doubts that he's playing. My only doubts mm. were what's his health level at and does mm-hmm. the foot affect him? Um, because part yeah. of his game is that he improvises so cleverly. And if he mm-hmm. if he's not able to do that, what is this defense going to do against him? That yeah. That's a big factor. I mean, because that's the yeah. way he plays is he's very – he improvises. I mean, that's what makes him mm-hmm. special. Um, and there's mm-hmm. no way ar- yeah. there's no way around that his mobility he's well, how he describes it is he's fast enough is he going yeah. to be fast enough against the bills that's that's yeah. my only thing um because the chiefs running game hasn't shown that it can help at all um yeah. <laughs> you know they won't all they've you know they've got is mahomes passing it around to kelsey and hill you know that's what it that's what it was yeah. against the browns will that be enough yeah you know? and so that's yeah. um uh, that's what's going to be interesting and you know what i like about chiefs defense is you've got tyron matthew you know so may you know so he got the honey badger you know played lights out so you've got to get another game like that mm-hmm. for him so um i'm still yep. waiting on frank i, I gotta agree. wait on uh playoff clark though Still waiting. He did. He he's coming. He's, he's he almost got there last week, but I, I'm still waiting for Frank. You know, so he, he's coming, <laughs> man. But yeah, I I genuinely like. I've been going back and forth on the Bills Chiefs thing. So I mean, I don't have a solid feeling of the game because some I'm like, I think the Bills may win. And I'm like, well, Chiefs have just so much. They've just got so many weapons. I'm like, it's the it, Chiefs are gonna yes. win. You know, so I keep I keep going back and forth just because, like, yeah, and and the the thing is, this Bills team, you know, post the Chiefs' loss, are a lot different team, you know, yeah. um, and so the way that they trended the rest of the year, so, um, 
I'm excited. I, I think it's going to be a great, great game. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, but, um, yeah, I still probably a little bit favor the chiefs just because of my homes as always. Um, so that's our as show always. for, uh, this week. Um, I'm sure we have an awesome show, uh, cause we will be doing our Super Bowl preview, um, and looking at yeah. the past games, um, and seeing if our picks, uh, get in there. Or if something uh, tragedy occurs here in the Turnbull household, uh, oh. yeah. And so um, it'll be an awesome show next week. As always, let us know um, what you think of the show. Um, always tune in, um, and we will see you next week.